0: Welcome to Awakened Hearts. I am your host, Midge Noble. The Awakened Hearts podcast is a place where we choose compassion, loving kindness, and a heart-centered life. I believe that everyone is on earth to serve a sacred contract. I believe that we were all created to be compassionate, loving and kind to ourselves and to all living souls. I believe that we can awaken our hearts and heal old wounds. I believe that we all have the power to transform our pain into our most authentic, spiritual, compassionate and best selves. I believe we deserve to feel empowered to speak up and set boundaries and be valued by those we love and respected by those we meet along our path. Hello, Bodhi Seekers, and welcome again to Midge's Mumblings on Awakened Hearts. So, today I'm going to talk a little bit about the road to spirituality. Um, My road to spirituality started when I was very, very young. I had a grandfather on my dad's side. My paternal grandfather was a minister. He served for a very long time. He was loved by many of the people uh, in our denomination, and he was one of the go-to guys uh, in the denomination. He was a very... uh, uh, what is the word? I, I always use firestone and brimstone, you know, kind of minister. He was very King's James version of the Bible. He was very strict. He knew exactly what he felt was right and what was wrong. Um, and, and he served in this capacity for, for many, many years. Um, he also assisted with our church campground and he, you know, helped with getting folks into the camp and he Took care of the grounds and and he did a little bit of everything. Him and his wife uh, Anna Pearl uh, served uh, together. Uh, she. You know, definitely in that generation took her proper seat in the church and was there faithfully to listen to him preach. And I'm pretty sure I was very young at the time, but I'm pretty sure that, you know, she also was a part of the women's groups. But back in that day, there was no, you know, taking ownership of leadership in the church or anything like that. Um, I also have an uncle who served for 53 years in the ministry. Uh, Fifty of those years was at the very same church. I spoke some about that in the last uh, season. Um, and he was way loved by his church. He was a great youth pastor, and he would go to camps and and. Uh, minister to the young people at the campgrounds, and they all adored him. He was very fun, still is a fun uh, guy, great sense of humor, love him very much. And he is very committed to his faith. He's very committed to um, doing the work that he was put on this earth to do, and he also now um, he also you know ran uh, he was part of the post office for a while uh, in addition to to pastoring, and now he serves in taking care of the bodies after death at a funeral home, and it is his purpose at this point in his ministry to give back to the families in their time of sadness and loss, and. I can only imagine that he is the greatest comfort, and he does his job with much dignity. So I was raised in the church. I always felt the calling to do something important with my life. The messages I got about serving in that capacity was that I could be a missionary, um, but you could not be a youth minister and get paid in our denomination, um, unless, you know, I mean, not in our denomination period. And then I could serve as a youth minister once I got married and, uh, I could serve, you know, with my husband or I would serve as the youth minister while he pastored the church. Um, that was my options. At one time when I was quite young, I thought that I would be a nun but I was quickly told by my grandfather that was not going to happen, and that we were not Catholic, and um, basically Catholics were going to hell. No disrespect to any listeners who are uh, have a Catholic faith. Um, that was what he believed back in the day. Um, don't know if he would have changed his mind, but um, you know that that was my grandfather's belief. So, when I really thought that I might be a missionary, I did take a a mission trip to India where our missionaries were serving, and and I I tested that calling and felt very comfortable in doing that and really thought that this was exactly what I was put on this earth to do. Looking back, not I mean, looking back, I have a broader spec. Uh, Yeah, view. So it's not that what I did was dishonest or in any way not authentic. It was authentic in that moment. As I get more clarity about it, as I'm really picking apart the choices that I've made through my life and what led me to where I am now, I think part of what was going on with me was this whole mixed bag of I want to be worthy. I want to do something important. I felt like that the way the whole church was set up and how just from from the from what people believed in the Bible and how people interpreted the Bible and how people were living their lives, I didn't feel like I fit into that. I didn't feel like I felt like something was off and I just didn't know what it was. So as a very young girl, I thought well maybe if I became a missionary and I walked the dusty roads of Damascus or I served in some foreign country, then I would be worthy and I would be able to be accepted into the kingdom of heaven. Somewhere in my my. Belief system based on who I knew I was without knowing it cognitively. I knew it in my soul that who I was was not at that time and maybe never going to be accepted by the church. And I was looking for my in. (laughs) You know, it was kind of like I think I really was trying to figure out a way that I would seal my spot in heaven, even though I might not be worthy. I guess I was kind of working the odds, you know? And I know that sounds really. Weird now, as I sit here as a 60 year old woman and knowing my place in this earth and knowing who I am and how I'm serving, I think there's still that piece of the spirituality that is always coming in conflict with my religion, as I was taught as a child, and that there was no way for those two things to blend and to meet. So as I grew up, I learned that if I couldn't have both feeling really secure in my spirituality and following my faith-based religion, I just decided I would have to pick one. That came after I realized that I was gay. I definitely had to pick one because any church I went to might say welcome on the sign, but it wasn't an acceptance Welcome. It was not a welcome. We accept you as you are, and we believe with you that you are going to heaven because you were created by God to live this life that you're living, that this is who you authentically are. I heard someone say the other day on a post um that, that, that sometimes people turn gay because of what they've been through. I didn't write anything back to that post because I honored the person's perspective as they see it. My perspective to that is that nobody turns gay. As far as organically, biologically turning gay, I believe that you are either born gay or you make a choice to live In a relationship, a same-sex relationship based on trauma, that doesn't make you gay. That means that you're choosing a same-sex relationship, which is totally different than being born with the genes and the DNA that lead you to have sexual feelings for one gender over another gender, um, a same-sex gender the same way that biologically we're learning that transgender folks are biologically wired to feel different on the inside than they were born on the outside so that they had maybe the parts to denote them as a as a male but they feel female on the inside and that this is a chemical biological thing not a choice so you know, for for me, knowing that I was born gay now, knowing that the struggle in me was not that I was unworthy because I was leaning toward homosexuality, I felt unworthy because I instinctively knew in my soul that I would not be accepted by mainstream religion. I did get baptized. Partly because looking back again, authentically at that moment, I wanted to be saved, but I think it was fear-based. I wanted to be saved because I didn't want to go to hell. And so I made that decision to be baptized in my faith. Did I make that decision because of this calling that I felt like I really wanted to follow God? I, I think I did, but I think it was out of fear everything about my religious experience although people talked about a loving god i saw a god from from the other side from my grandfather the you know the wrath of god the that you're going to go to hell god that you know the flood the you know the you know plagues the all of the stuff in the bible that kind of scared the crap out of me seriously i i just didn't understand how a loving God could like wipe out people and and children, and I just couldn't understand it. My my heart is wired so differently, but that is who I am, not something I've chosen. It is. I, I told Father Joe the other day one of the the uh, priests at the Episcopal Church that you know I just me and. Me and doubting Thomas are like probably brother and sister because I always have so many questions and I always have so many concerns about things that that I read in the Bible that seem just absolutely against my core values now of compassion and respect. And yeah, I just I just struggle with that. So the path that I'm on to my spirituality has been clouded by well-intentioned people trying to save my soul, when really my soul closed down because I knew that they wouldn't accept me even if if they knew me at that moment. So in the next part of this episode, I want to tell you what's changed. I want to tell you how my spiritual path is beginning to have A path that I didn't expect, a path that I am choosing, but I really didn't expect it. So hold on after this break, and I'm going to tell you the rest of the story. Hey guys, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast like I'm doing here? I used to have a radio show on the internet, and I absolutely loved it. The downside was I had to pay to be the host. I had to pay a lot of money. I loved my show and I still had lots more to say. I just didn't want to pay so much to have conversations with you. That's when I found Anchor. I am so excited because Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing my own podcast. Instead of me paying out a lot of money, I have the potential to get paid for using my voice and talking about what is important to me and hearing your stories. I love connecting with all of you, and Anchor has given my voice to you. So if you're ready to start your own podcast, go to anchor.fm backslash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm backslash start I can't wait to hear your podcast. Thanks for joining the Gay With God community. Welcome back. So from the first part of this episode, I want to just make one further comment that, that I truly love the people that were kind to me as I was growing up. I do believe that, that everyone truly believed they were doing what was best by me. I believe that there were very kind people in my church, and I can see their very gentle, smiling faces, and I can remember times that I did feel loved and appreciated. I also believe that religion as a whole was created by man. I believe that everyone took the bible as as truth valid no exceptions and i don't fault anybody for how they were raised or what they believe and i i don't fault myself for not being able to fit in and i'm unpacking that now as a 60-year-old woman If I had told my grandfather that I was going to chapel at the Episcopal Church, I think he would have been disappointed. I think he would have probably believed, as he did that Catholics were going to hell, that he probably would believe that I was going to hell. The way that I had to put a gap between walking away from religion because I was an abomination to his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and I was going to hell for being gay, to now having weekly time at chapel at an Episcopal church. I filled that void with my own spirituality. Instead of reading the Bible every day, I started Meditating on compassionate writings, I started looking at all sorts of different ways that people become spiritual, and I embarked in yoga. Now, the yoga was not a spiritual path for me, yoga came out of me having whooping cough and almost, you know, dying a few times from that, and I got into uh, you know taking care of my body and breathing and gentle stretches instead of going to the gym so yoga actually started out of an illness which led into you know vegan and all sorts of things that that have changed for me all because of the the yoga became part of my wellness plan after whooping cough and being vegan was during that time because I couldn't do anything but read I couldn't get up and walk around. And I was too sick. So I was able to read. And I read a book called Compassionate Eating, which for a week, it took me through the life of animals and how they're treated and what happens to them before they come on the market shelf. And, and I, I stopped eating meat. I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. And I've always been compassionate to animals. And I definitely wanted to continue to honor their souls and not be a part of that. I, I, Someone asked me last night, we went out to a a ball game and it's like, oh, if we have a hot dog and we sit next to you, you're going to be upset with us. I'm like, no, you know, that everybody has their own choice. And for me, being vegan was a healthy choice and it was also a compassionate choice for me. And what you choose for your life and what feels organically right for you is absolutely your choice. Um, So the spirituality part has been a lot of leaning toward Buddhist teachings. Um, I'm I'm not a a complete Buddhist. I'm I'm not complete anything at this point. I am, I am Midge, vibrating at a high the highest level that I can in compassion and love and kindness and respect, and seeking the Creator of all that is the God of my understanding, which is in conflict with what's written in the Bible. The God of my understanding is one of um, uh, more compassion than than is often shown in the Bible so I'm still in conflict on this journey as to how do I put together this God that would wipe us out and kill us and you know I feel like and and if my mom ever listens to this she'll she had these same concerns it's like why do I have to follow a God's rules or or and I, and he says i have full choice whether to do that but if i don't follow his words and exactly how he says he's going to send me to hell and i i heard that from the time i was like a young child you know probably 9 or 10 years old and you know now i'm i'm beginning to see the validity of that question and the validity of that doubt in her mind and um so i'm walking that path i'm walking the path of questioning and struggling how to how to claim the, the part of me that seems to be leaning back into a religion when I really don't trust it. I really don't understand where I was even came from and how that now fits with my total comfort of being uh, spiritual and loving and kind. And before you like scream at me and say Christians are loving and kind. Uh, There may be some Christians that are loving and kind. I actually do know some Christians that are loving and kind, but as a religion, please understand, I'm looking at the concept of the religious dogma and spirituality. And can those two ever blend? Can you be a spiritual religious person or do you have to choose? For me at this point, I'm really leaning toward you. Probably have to choose. I don't know. I I love the journey though, in some respect. Although it's tearing me up a bit, um, I, I want to give a lot of credit to Father Joe, who is a very compassionate person and a very open-minded person, and um, you know, who is not telling me what to do, but giving me lots of information to unpack it for myself and by him unpacking it I get to listen and then hear what resonates with me and yesterday's discussion resonated in that you know I am worthy and I know that on a core level separate from the religious part on my spiritual level I've I have felt worthy you know for a while now, and I feel worthy as a as a person showing up in my purpose. I don't feel worthy as a religious person, and I don't know if I have to. I don't know if I have to feel worthy in that way. So as I unpack the religious versus the spirituality part, I'm quite amazed that I am now going to chapel. At first, truth be known, I thought that chapel was outside (laughs) somewhere. I had read that they did, they did mass on the grass and it's a little, uh, you know, they, they do readings and, and father Joe does a little, uh, I don't know if they call it a homily or a liturgy. I haven't, I haven't learned all the lingo, um, lingo, but, um, and he gives a little talk and then they do communion. Um, And so I thought it was outside and when i went for the first wednesday thought thinking it was outside then um it was really inside in the chapel and i was really nervous about doing that i you know i didn't really think about going back inside another church building and because that's where i had been shamed you know the homosexuality condemnation sermons and the 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 disrespect about homosexuals in the church and i just didn't want to do it um but I was there and a lady showed me the way and I, I walked in, sat on the back pew, uh, wasn't really sure what to do. But um, everybody was so welcoming and so kind and so nice. And um, they do this greeting, um, peace be with you or the peace of Christ be with you. And they everybody goes around and looks you in the eye and, and says this to you and welcomes you. And several people, um, you know, remembered me. I I went back the next week and people had remembered me and, um, it was very kind and very, very small. Not everybody goes to chapel on Wednesday. They still have their Sunday services, but, um, I've, I've, I've gone to chapel and it's tapping into something that I used to have. It was like this belongingness, I think that I felt when I was really, really young in the church. And it got a little bit away from that as as I realized that I was gay and that I was not going to be accepted. I would be tolerated possibly because they would be praying for me, but um, it, I would not be accepted as a child of God going to heaven in most church pews. So my path to spirituality is an ongoing process, and I. I told my wife I said I really don't know why I'm leaning into this. I don't know where this is actually coming from. Why now? You know, why now? But I think as I as I think that through, I think it's now because every day that I I work with my clients in our coaching sessions, I'm always giving them space to challenge their fears, to not believe that they're rooted in one way of thinking, one way of doing things, that we are expansive, and that we are always transforming and changing. Transformation and expansion means that what I experienced in one place in my life in the past, I do not have to take that all the way to my grave. I get to look at it, dissect it, unpack it, replan it, refocus it, and transform it to make me a better me. If I were to to only stay in the past, always and forever, there would be no growth. There would be no expansion. And what would be my purpose? Because I could not guide anybody if I was not continuing to expand myself. So I think now it, it is happening to me and I'm leaning back in and finding my way because that's what I do for a living and that's what I want for my own self I always want to expand I am not stagnant that actually scares me to death to be stagnant <laughs> I don't want to be stuck and stagnant I am always transforming so that doesn't that doesn't mean like I'm you know that <laughs> Like, I can't be one thing. It's that I I don't think any of us are supposed to be one thing forever. None of us are supposed to be infants forever. None of us are supposed to be toddlers. We're not supposed to stay in the first grade. We're always expanding and transforming and becoming ourselves by, by what we invite into our lives. Everything I've read, everything I've experienced, everything I've done has led me to this perfect place of expansion. And that I love. And so I honor all of the teachers of my past. I honor my current teachers now. And I am, at the age of 60, better than I've ever been because I see things with a bigger view. I see things with a value system that lets me know where I'm aligned and where I'm not aligned. I am, I am me. And I mumble about things and I love it. I love the fact that I continue to talk and experience my way through life. And it's not always easy. It's actually been quite hard. You know, it's hard to expand. It's hard to, to lose faith. It's hard to lose trust. The beauty of it is that that's not where I chose to stay, and I'm continuing to lean and lean and lean into where I'm directed to go intuitively, and for that I'm grateful. So to all my teachers, to all of you who are listening and, and are ready to expand, I, I cheer you on. <laughs> I cheer you on, and I'm grateful for you guys too. So... If you ever need to connect with me, remember that you can use our little message system here on Anchor or wherever you're listening from. You can find me on Facebook at Midge Noble. I'm on Instagram. You can also find me uh, at the website, empoweringawakenedhearts.com. And if you are gay and you are searching for your spirituality, if you're in Asheboro or close to Asheboro, we have an LGBTQ uh, meetup group at the Episcopal Church uh, in Asheboro. So please uh, look us up on meetup.com. If you are on Facebook, you can also uh, friend me, and I can get you into the group that we have here. It's a closed group, but it's the LGBTQ Tribe Meetup. Um, And so, well, on on Facebook, it's just tribe. But um, you look us up. And um, if you are wanting to reclaim your spirituality, there are people that are that can help you. And I would be glad to, to assist you in that way. So l- look me up, uh, get up with me, and I'll be glad to help. So I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, Midge's Mumblings is, is up and ready to go. So thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Deep gratitude to my friend Tim McClendon of Tim McClendon Music for allowing me to use an excerpt from Interlude 4, a song found on his CD entitled Sundance.